What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Super Value makes saving money as easy as one, two, three. One, we match Aldi on the products you love. Two, great special offers like selected fairy pods, 38 wash, and velvet quilted 24 roll, any two for 16 euro. Exclusive to Real Rewards members only. And three, money off vouchers every week. So follow the one, two, three, and save money at Super Value. Acast recommends podcasts we love. Hey my loves, I'm Kevin. And I'm PJ and if you like comedy podcasts you're gonna love I'm Grandmam if I do say so myself. Is it kind of cringe saying that we're a comedy podcast? Babe, we have to sell ourselves on the ads. Actually yeah. We're two besties <laughs> who sit down every week to tackle a different theme over a cup of tea. We talk a lot about our experiences growing up as flaming homosexuals and we also talk loads about our mams because we're obsessed with them. We love our mammies. So pop the kettle on and listen to I'm Grandmam wherever you get your podcast now. Stunning. Acast is home to the world's best podcasts, including the Tommy, Hector and Loretta podcast and the one you're listening to right now. Welcome to the Miracles Happen Fertility podcast, where it's all about using the power of your mind to create hope, health and miracles on your fertility journey. And now your host, a dash of science and a heap of spirit, Dr. Maria Rothenberger. Hey, welcome to the 90th episode of the Miracles Happen Fertility Podcast. This is Maria Rothenberger, your host today and always. And I welcome you here. Thanks so much for stopping by and having a listen. I am delighted to have you. And if you are new to this podcast, just a quick intro. I am a therapist and coach specializing in all things family building and recently came out, quote unquote, as a spirit baby communicator, meaning I am really tied into this spiritual world and am able to connect with babies who are waiting to come in and or babies who have made their way to the other side from earth side. So it's been a delight to be able to help folks connect with their babies on the other side. And um, wow, it is actually part of the inspiration for today's episode, which is called, Is Magic Real? (laughs) Because I was talking to a client yesterday and she and I both have this you know, left brain, right brain thing going on, you know, where we're able really to connect to higher realms or other realms, maybe not necessarily higher, but uh, other realms. 
But then our left brain kicks in and is like, what is this real? <laughs> so even if you've had a reading with me before or a spirit baby session with me before, you'll know that I often go, yeah, that's my left brain kicking in. So just let's put that to the side for a second. Um, so, but today I really wanted to address the idea of magic and, and I'll, uh, you know, obviously tell you a little bit more about that and, and why I decided to do that episode today. So we are rounding out the year 2020. What? Only a few more episodes to go for this year, including this one. Um, next week, the podcast will be published on Christmas Eve. And I have a podcast for you around religion and fertility stuff. So, you know, it's interesting how um, religion and belief systems can affect and be related to deeply with one's fertility journey, including the rejection of religion too, which is very interesting. Also woven into that episode is child-free living. And uh, so stick around for that. That's going to be a great episode. And timely as Christmas is around the corner and we are rounding up other religious traditions, Hanukkah and the like. So, <clears throat> and then the final episode for this year will be on New Year's Eve. What? And I actually don't know what I'm going to be talking about yet. <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see what happens. As you might know or recognize, I often do... Uh, an interview episode and then a solo episode and then an interview episode and a solo episode. So it'll just be you and me on New Year's Eve. So look forward to that. All right. So today, oh, oh, by the way, I wanted to mention for the holidays from December 15th, which is being, actually I'm recording on December 15th, but this will be published a couple days from now. On uh, the 15th, from the 15th through the 31st, treat yourself to something from my fertility shop because everything is 25% off, including services. So 25% off big ticket items like spirit baby sessions, coaching sessions, coaching packages, and uh, meditations and the like. I was just going to say to this was stuck in my head for a second. Heads up if it's, you know, like money's tight because you're buying things for other people at this time of year. If you want and you want to book a service like spirit baby sessions or a coaching thing, go to my website, type in on the contact me page or the contact page and let me know you want a book and then you won't get charged until the actual session and it'll still be the sale price. Only you all lovely people know that. <laughs> Y'all are special. So drmariarothenberger.com and click on contact. Let me know, hey, I'd like to book a session and I will send you the link to schedule to book yourself in and I will mark it as the sale price so that you know you're getting that sale price. Wahoo! Just a little heads up for you there. And hey, a quick reminder, if you enjoy this podcast and the content that you receive on this podcast, please hit subscribe. 
I would love you for it and appreciate you so much. I do love getting your feedback and reading what you have to say about the usefulness of this podcast. And of course, that helps others get the cool content too. So, okay, with all that said, talking today about whether or not magic is a thing. <laughs> now, short answer, yes. The end. Be well. Have a good day. <laughs> yes, uh, that is my that is my belief system. However, let's let's mosey through this for a minute, shall we? I was actually reading a little bit of a book called Real Magic. Uh, let me get the author's name for you. Actually, la 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 la. What is your name? Dean Radin, PhD or Radin, R-A-D-I-N, Dean. And um, there was a quote in there that I really loved because it, it reminds me of like moving from childhood to adulthood to wise adult um, in terms of whether or not or what you think about magic. And as, as you might know, uh, the way that I think marries these two ways of thinking that are seemingly quite dichotomous, but I think that they complement one another very well. So, so the thought that magic is real is this very ethereal sort of gray area. What are we even talking about looking at here? And this other way of thinking that is this is reality. I can feel the desk under my hands right now. I can feel the microphone in my hand. I can see my computer recording my voice. I can hear the cars outside. This is what reality is. But the idea that magic exists to me is also reality. And I think that I see that because of the evidence when I do things like spirit baby stuff. However, and I do feel like everybody can do spirit baby stuff. As I've often said, my job is to work myself out of a job because I want you all to know that you can do this on your own, which foreshadowing, I think that I'm going to be having some kind of training or something next, starting next year, like a group training of some kind for doing your own spirit baby work. Hmm. Maybe let me know what you think about that. Drop me a line at info at drmariarothenberger.com. Okay, so anyway, I like to marry those two ideas. I don't feel like, in fact, they are dichotomous. And I don't even know if they're, if they're part of the same spectrum of thought. I feel like they're almost just parallel to one another. I feel like they both exist at the same time. And maybe they aren't c totally parallel. Maybe they crisscross every now and again. I don't know, but... I do know that I experienced this time and time again in my life. So the quote that I read from Real Magic goes like this. It's by Ronald Hutton, and it says about magic, the first stage is when you totally believe in witchcraft. And I, I interchange the word magic here. The second is when you realize that it's a complete lot of rubbish. <laughs> Hello, adulthood. The third is when you realize that it's a complete lot of rubbish, but somehow it also seems to work. 
That to me is like adulthood moving into wisdom. And then to me, total wisdom is when you come right back to that first stage and you totally believe in magic and or witchcraft, whatever you want to call it. I like the word, the word magic. I think that is absolute wisdom. All right. So and there's more to wisdom than just that, but that's a big piece of it. Now, the author of the book talks about things like ESP and telepathy and the the fact of the matter is he worked for the US government using those skills and they are skills I feel that just as I mentioned before I want to teach people how to do this for themselves everybody has these skills and it's whether or not you put them to use and then and then it's like interesting because then I, I wonder if this actually negates the use of the term magic because then it just becomes reality and magic seems like unreality. But now I'm like, but magic is reality. <laughs> so do you see how ooh, I can go down the rabbit hole with this? But t- today I would like to talk about s- skills that specifically I use on a day-to-day basis and what they mean and how you can begin to use them yourself. And, and these skills are called the Claire's. Actually, believe it or not, I have another book coming out someday. It's in the writing works right now, but it's not, um, it's, it's, it is actually fiction. It's a YA novel about, um, teens who have these skills and they use them they put them to good use it's a fun story I don't know if it'll ever come out maybe I'll just let it out there for free at some point I don't know but regardless the clairs that I'm talking about are clairvoyance clairaudience clairsentience claircognizance I'll explain what all these mean in a moment but for now suffice it to say that you already have these skills And so when you go to like a psychic or a medium or something like this, a spirit baby communicator, you are tapping into their abilities to do this, but you already have these abilities. They're just, it's just a matter of tuning into like a radio station, right? Right now in my car is a Christmas radio station because I am like dorky like that. Okay. I like me some Christmas music. So I'm tuned into the Christmas music. My husband's still tuned into like death metal or something. I don't know what the frig he listens to. He's crazy, but he's into um, decidedly not Christmas music. And we're just not tuned into the same channel at the same time, right? Or to the same radio frequency at the same time. The same, the same thing is absolutely true for the Claire's. Now, Let's just go over what the clairs are for a second. I went back to my uh, notes here from my novel, and there are four main clairs. There are many, many clairs that people talk about, but there are four main ones that we're going to be talking about today, and I'll, I'll I'll, I'll briefly go over the other ones as well. But the four main ones, the first one is claircognizance, and that just means intuitive knowledge or intuitive knowing. That's when you just know something to be true, not because you felt it in your body or you heard it or saw it in your mind's eye. You just have an instant knowing. 
I, I find that um, a lot of parents will feel this. They just have a knowing what's happening. Something's up with my kid. And you'll, if you're not a parent yet, experience that one day too. If, if you're not a parent yet and you choose to continue on the path to parenthood, you, you will know this one day that there's just a knowing. I have a knowing that something's up. Um, or this could also be like a precognition. A lot of people will have precognitions in their dreams. My mom actually had this for years, never said anything, but she would always have, not always, she would have dreams a lot of the time that would actually come true. And my sister got that skill too. So that is claircognizance. The next one is clairvoyance, which is what I, that's my strength, uh, intuitive vision or clear seeing. And that is the ability to, to see things in the mind's eye that give you information um, to communicate. So I see things from spirit babies, like th- things they w- need to communicate to their intended parents, like I'm here, here's how I'm going to prove that to you right now. And so they'll give me information of things that they see in their family's everyday life and it's mostly validated, sometimes not. Sometimes it doesn't make any sense because I'm either not translating it correctly or it just doesn't make any sense for the parent at the time. Um, but most of the time there is some kind of understanding, oh yes, that thing, that makes sense. So I'm able to see these things. Sometimes I'll just see a symbol or I'll see an entire like movie, like a whole thing action sequence happening and I'll explain what I'm seeing. Sometimes it's just symbols for me to express uh, a certain feeling or something else, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it's literally what I'm seeing. Um, But yeah, it's being able to see in your mind's eye. Now you already have this. If I were to say, picture in your mind's eye, a yellow Volkswagen Beetle, you would be able to do that. It's the same thing. By the way, I so want a yellow Volkswagen Beetle or a turquoise one. Yeah, a 75. That'd be amazing. Just saying. Okay, tangent. <laughs> so next, clairaudience or intuitive hearing or, or, clair, or clear hearing. So this, this is the ability to see, or excuse me, hear things, but not with your physical ears. So like yesterday, I met with a, a person whose spirit baby was very clear about their Celtic heritage. And they were, they were conveying to me or having me hear a Celtic lullaby that will help call him in. And so I heard this lullaby and that is not or was not with my physical ears. It was in my head. I could hear, quote unquote, this music, which was lovely, by the way. So that's the ability to hear, but not with your ears. And then there's clairsentience, which is intuitive knowing by feeling or clear feeling. So that's ability. That's someone's ability. Um, they're, they're able to know things by feeling physical sensations or emotional I, I even call emotions sensations because there's a sensation to emotions too like if you feel really really anxious 
you know you're anxious also by how your body feels. It's usually in the stomach area. Um, although I've I often reference one patient, one client one time said that she felt um, when she knew she knew she was really anxious when she felt a particular sensation between her knees and her ankles. It's really interesting. So it doesn't have to be in your in your stomach, but it's usually a sensation that you that brings about a certain type of knowledge. So um, actually, just the other day, I was seeing a client and I when I tapped into her, I instantly felt anxiety. And so I do things in my world, like I'll sit on the ground that helps me feel more grounded. Anxiety is very like elevating. And so I sit on the ground that helps me feel a little bit better. Um, But I felt it not only in my um, emotions, but in my body, I felt the anxiety. So that's clairsentience. Now, interestingly, here I'm talking about examples of when I've had clairsentience, clairaudience, claircognizance even, but my strength is with clairvoyance. Now, let me just briefly talk about some of these other ones, and then I'll give you a sense um, how to tell what your strength is. Because again, we have all of these, but tuning into the one that is your strength, especially in the beginning, is really a really, really good idea. And then you can strengthen the others through practice. Okay, so here's the list that I have for my novel here. Clairsalience, that's intuitive smell. Now, you've probably experienced this before. If this just happened in my office today, actually, I was seeing, I was seeing a client and smelled a particular smell that, and this person was online. So it's not like I could smell a cologne or aftershave or like laundry detergent I couldn't smell any of that on them but there was this particular non not not an unpleasant smell that came into my awareness and I don't believe that was in my actual room or office because it's just me so um, I suspect that this was clear salience that's clear smelling or intuitive smell so often people will have um, a particular smell come up randomly and it reminds them of somebody you know, like, um, I once smelled pipe and my, I, my opa always smoked pipe. That's uh, German for, for grandpa. And he always smelled, uh, smoked a pipe and it always reminds me of him. Um, old spice always reminds me of my dad. So I, when I smell that, I think of him, but, and he's still alive, but you know, these smells are, um, intuitive hits. So pay attention. All right. And then there's clairtangency, which is intuitive knowing by touching. So you'll often see this with uh, what's called psychometry. So when I was in a training once, we did a, um, a psychometric exercise where we took a piece of something that somebody had, like a piece of jewelry or a journal or something that was really precious to a stranger in this class. And we held on to it and... Um, felt into that object and let that other person know what the sensations were or the thoughts were or the, um, the cognizance was or the clairaudience was or whatever it it was intuitively that, or that we were picking up intuitively from that particular object. That's called, uh, clairtangency or psychometry. How about this one? Claire, oh gosh, how do you even pronounce this? 
Claire. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Claire Gustins. <laughs> Claire Tasting. So that's being able to taste something in your mouth without it actually being in there. And that is also a form of, in, of an intuitive hit. So there are many more. I tell you, there's so many more, but let's focus on the the first four. And that's clear knowing, clear vision, clear hearing, and clear feeling. Okay. Now, I want you to picture this. I heard this recently that I and I thought, wow, that's such a great exercise. In order to know what your strength is, because that's really where you want to start. And by the way, to tie this back to the title of this episode, this can absolutely feel like magic. When I first started doing um, spirit baby work, well, actually, when I first started doing mediumship work, and that's well before spirit baby work, I would get these, you know, intuitive hits and I would be, and it, frankly, it was it usually was like with a glass of wine because my left brain would kick in so fast and I'd be like, that's dumb. I'm not even going to say it. And I wouldn't. But with a glass of wine in my system, my left brain was like, all right, just chill out a little bit. Just see what happens. And more often than not, I would get people going, how the frig do you know that? I don't understand. Like how there's, there's no way that you would know that. And so that is how I began messing around with kind of playing with it in a non-focused or intentional way just playing around with these clairs that I was experiencing and most of the time it was clairvoyance so I would use my clear seeing more often than anything else and actually clear I'll tell you for the the last thing for me was clear sentience that's feeling um so I was not very much at all in tune with that. I got more of that training with spirit baby training. So that's now amped up a bit. But in the beginning, it feels absolutely like magic. What am I saying? Even now it feels like magic because I'm like, even on the daily, I'm like, is that real? (laughs) Like, I just can't believe that's real. Did that actually mean something for that person and was that you know so I still question it and that's okay I suspect I'll question it for a little while longer but who knows maybe for forever but I in fact I I almost kind of hope that it stays there because I like this magical quality to it it feels so light and beautiful to me so I hope that I don't ever let that curiosity and I don't know questioning go I feel like it helps keep me sharper anyway so All right, so in the beginning, it does feel like magic, and I hope it always feels like magic. But let's go through a scenario really quick so you can kind of tell what is your strength. So I heard this recently. It's very cool. Imagine that you're at a movie theater, and you're watching this cool movie. Actually, even think of a time 
pre-COVID, perhaps, that you were in a movie theater and you were really moved by this movie. And once you left the movie theater, or imagine yourself now leaving the movie theater, what, do you, what is the first thing that you talk about? Do you talk about the amazing special effects or the scenery in the movie, um, objects in the movie that you noticed, the coloring of the movie that you noticed? If you do, that is clairvoyance. You're noticing things by sight, things that you're seeing. Or perhaps you were more focused on the emotions in the movie. You know, that's the first thing that you talk about was how powerfully emotional it was, how it, um, maybe it made you really excited or maybe it made you really pensive or sad or maybe it made you really anxious. Doesn't matter. If that is your first focus, the first thing that you focus on when you're asked about this movie, you may be clairsentient. So you notice feelings, even physical sensations tied to those feelings. If though you are focused on the the, uh, the music score, for example, how powerful the music was or how um, calming or soothing or whatever words you might use to describe the music or the sounds. Maybe there was a scene, maybe it was a horror flick and there was a scene where it was really scary because it got really loud or something. It really doesn't matter what the sound is. All that matters is that that's the first thing you focused on. If it's the first thing you focused on, your strength is probably clear audience. If, however, the first thing that you talked about was how predictable the movie was and you already knew the ending before it even happened and you could see how the characters were going to move through to the ending, you might be cognizant, and that is a clear knowing. So that is a way to be able to tell roughly what your, what your clear strength is. And then what you can do is focus your your training and your practice on that. It's really quite fun. When I'm hanging out with clients and I'm just like pulling out oracle cards and we're both doing the same work, you know, I'll be like, okay, I'm not looking at it either. So let's do this. Okay. So let's tune into this card and tell me what you are seeing, feeling, hearing, what you know about it. And we will just practice together. It's a lot of freaking fun. You can't be wrong. You can't, there is no such thing as wrong because even when you're learning, like if you're an athlete and you're learning a new, you know, move or whatever, if you're learning a whole new sport, you, it's, it's supposed to be fun, right? And you just get better the more that you do it. And so there's some laughs and like, it's such a good time. So practice this, you know, even if you take a regular deck of cards, just playing cards and you lay them out and you pick which of these cards are red. Some people get so good at their clairs, they will be able to, they begin to bleed together. This is really interesting. I've heard of people being able to smell colors or hear colors or hear smells. It's so fascinating. I have not been able to like dive into that yet or experience that yet but it's fascinating to me they all begin to blend together so so then you get more nuanced information the only struggle that I have found in communicating what I am experiencing is that words are 
freaking so limiting. I want to be able to express precisely what spirit babies are saying. And it is so difficult sometimes because, you know, the human experience, but even, but especially the spiritual experience is so nuanced. There just aren't words to describe. It's completely ineffable. So, okay. Now, what does all this mean for your fertility journey? What is, let's tie this back into your fertility journey or your, your parenthood journey, because, you know, fertility isn't always the goal, right? Perhaps you are moving into another avenue for parenthood or living child-free. What does that mean? What does magic or these clairs specifically mean for, for that journey? I should say, if you don't know this about my story yet, before I became a mom, I was firmly in we are living child-free land and I was ecstatic to be there. I write about this in my book, Transcending Infertility, which PS became number one ah, in fertility and adoption and metaphysics, of course, on Amazon. Go get that now, transcendinginfertilitybook.com. You can, I've got all the links on there for Amazon that you can pull up or you can order it from my website and it's on sale now. Yay. So I write about that in there when I talk about being completely just, I felt completely resolved where our fertility journey was. And I was so delighted to live a life without kids because I was just so happy with how life was. Now, how I got there, the story is all written in there in the, in the book about that was a series of experiencing these clairs. A clear, a clear knowing, a clear, um, see, a clear seeing, clear clairvoyance, clear cognizance. I had a an, and a clear sentience. I had a knowing that another IVF was not our path, even though freaking everything else on the journey, everything else before us was you need to do another cycle, including our doc who was like, oh, please let me just work on your egg quality. I think it'll be great. (laughs) I was like, that's okay, doc. I really appreciate you. Totally dig you. And I'm done. I just know it. I have a knowing. And when I say knowing, you'll see me often if you physically or if you see me on video, you'll see that I, I talk about knowing in the heart space, not in my head. Because again, left brain sciencey thing happens up there most of the time. And that is not where I have the knowing. When I have a knowing, clear cognizance, it's not in my head. It's in my heart space. And whew, don't get me started. That's a rabbit hole too that I go down. If you want to know more about heart space and the intuition and knowing that comes from the heart, literally from the heart and the, the energy that emanates through and with and from the heart, then go to the episode where I talk about heart math and you will um, hear all about that. So I have a knowing in my heart. I had in, my, in our fertility journey, our family building journey, I had a knowing in my heart that we were done trying to conceive via IVF. We were done. I wanted to live child child free. I was ecstatic to live without kids. Oh, the prospect is so delightful. I'll never forget it. 
And my husband was like, two weeks later, I really want to be a dad. And so because I was just zenned out about life in general, I had a knowing that everything was well, that everything was safe, everything was okay. And no matter which direction we took from then on, everything would continue to be well. I felt really safe for the first time in a, in a long, long, long time. I felt safe and happy and delighted about where we were on our journey. Now, I think that I started out with um, noticing the clear um, cognizance, like just a clear knowing. I had an instant knowing about things, but began to meander to this strength of clairvoyance. And I talk about this in my coming out episode in July of 2020, um, where I began to talk about doing spirit baby work, that I met with a client who had a twin loss, a late late term twin loss, and her babies came to me. And I saw them. And I actually I saw them not with my eyes, in my in my mind's eye, and that's the first time that's ever 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 freaking happened ever. And so I think that I was more aware of my claircognizance in the beginning, and you might be too. You might just have like a sense of that's that's the truth. Um, that's that's a thing. That's actually a thing, and I don't know why I know that, but I do. <laughs> So especially if you do play around with like a card deck or something, um, you won't know from your physical experience that on the other side of that card is the, um, you know, diamond, jack of diamonds or something. I don't know. You won't, you won't be able to physically see it, but you'll have a knowing or you'll be able to sense what red diamond feels like or what a jack feels like. It's very interesting. You'll be able, it's very nuanced, but the more that you practice, the more that you'll get this sensation. It's very, very cool and fun to practice with. Have a party with your friends, have a glass of wine, let loose like, like I used to have to do and uh, you'll be on your way. I think it's a good time. So when you tap into these resources that you already have, they absolutely help you move forward on your journey. You will have a clear knowing that clinic is not for me. Uh, IVF is not for me. Uh, acupuncture, not for me. Or you'll have the opposite. This particular clinic, absolutely for me. This particular doc, absolutely for me. Um, I want to see this acupuncturist, but not for acupuncture. I think I need fertility herbs. That's what I think I need. You know, you'll, you'll have this sensation, this knowing, this draw to something energetically that you know is the truth for you that matches what you need to do next. It is, and I have to tell you, it's so funny. I had a dream about this last night. This was a dream last night that just popped in my head. And I was so I was so, I'm like laughing at myself this morning because I'm like, yeah, that's like freaking waking life. So last night I had a dream, right? That my family and I were all leaving to go on vacation. So we were packed up and we were all leaving to get on a plane. And my youngest son was not in the car. So I go to my husband, where's, where's Bryce? 
He's like, oh, he's back at the house. I'm like, what? We got to turn around now. Meanwhile, we were only two blocks away. So just freaking do a K turn and turn around, go back to the house. No, my husband goes, all right, I'll get back there. And he goes around and around and down the street. Meanwhile, it's like right just two blocks back that way. And he's taking us like 20 minutes around town, this roundabout way to get to back to our house. And I'm like, this is the lar- the biggest waste of time that I have ever experienced with you. What the frig is going on? And he's like, well, I'm still getting, I'm still getting there. And I'm like, yeah, but it's the biggest waste of time. Totally far more efficient to just turn around and head back home. Now, this is how it, intuition is. P.S. That is, that is kind of like real life where I'm like, dude, that is so, that's just like so inefficient, man. Just do it this way. Bing, bang. Like in New Jersey, they say, bada bing, bada boom. You just do it that way, all right? Look, it works out. Totally efficient. And that's how it is in our waking life. But that's how it is with intuition. That, you know, instead of breaking out all these charts and, you know, color-coded things and putting everything in order and seeing your pros and cons and all that stuff, which is fine too. It's great. It's, it's a beautiful practice to be able to do that. The problem comes when you become completely overwhelmed by all of the color-coded mess. Your intuition is like, boom, do this. It's an instant awareness of what comes next. It is incredibly efficient. So I knew, for example, that our baby was in Korea. I knew it. I had an awareness, a clear cognizance. I knew. I knew that our baby was in Korea. Everything around us showed, no, you can't go to the Korea program because of all these barriers. And I went along going, okay, you know, I guess we'll just move through this adoption process like they're telling us we need to, all the while having a knowing that our baby was in South Korea. Lo and behold, freaking magic happened and our son from South Korea shows up in our life. It's a truly miraculous story that I ask you to delve into in Transcending Infertility. Go for it. It's so cool. Even if even if you're not on a fertility journey, you just want to hear a cool magical story, <laughs> read it. It's amazing. And I freaking lived it. I can't believe it. So there is a strength in having these skills, really tuning into these skills on your journey to parenthood. And even even if you decide to stop the journey to parenthood and begin the journey toward child-free living, really living well, transcending infertility without, you know, having children is the same. It's still transcending infertility. It's still, it's still thriving and living a beautiful life without children. It's so possible. I still get happy even talking about the possibility because it's beautiful. So this is why I really encourage you to tune into your Claire's and really pay attention to that movie thing. You know, really, what is what would you pay attention to the most? What would you talk about immediately in a favorite movie of yours? You know, if it's like, 
the sound of music or something? Is it like these vast open spaces? The hills are alive, right? Are you looking at the set, at the beauty of the set? That's clairvoyance. And then really just tune into and practice your particular Claire. And gosh, there are a myriad of ways. Seriously, use Dr. Google for 20 minutes to look up. 20 minutes only. Don't go crazy and no looking up fertility shit, okay? I'm reining that in. Just 20 minutes looking up this fun Claire stuff to play around with because it will serve you on your fertility journey. I can so promise you that. If you have any questions at all, certainly go to my website, contact me there on the contact me page, drmariarothenberger.com. And again, if you find this content useful, please subscribe and rate this podcast on whatever platform you're listening to this. And don't forget to go get yourself some gifts or a loved one, some gifts from the fertility shop. The sale ends December 31st. I will remind you again, of course, but the sale ends December 31st, 25% off everything in the shop. So any questions, let me know. Until next time, my friends, may you be happy and in tune with your intuitive nature, your Claire's. May you have a knowing of what your particular Claire strength is and may you find it fun to strengthen it as well as the rest of the Claire's. And may, most importantly, may it be useful on your journey to parenthood or child-free living. Until next time, my friends, be well. Value makes saving money as easy as one, two, three. One, we match Aldi on the products you love. Two, great special offers like Super Value Fresh Irish Lamb Leg, half price. Pablo Old Vine Garnacha Spanish Wine, half price. And three, money off vouchers every week. So, follow the one, two, three and save money at Super Value. Enjoy alcohol responsibly. TFI Local Link operate over 1,300 door to door bus services nationwide. If you live on or near one of the routes, just pre book the day before you travel simple then off you pop from your front door off to the shops off to training or even off to the chipper and fares now cost 20 percent less find the door-to-door bus routes in your area on transportforireland.ie if you're on our route we're on our way tfi local link is part of the transport for ireland network with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.